0: Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash badmoney. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash badmoney for 10% off your first purchase.
1: supposed to earn it or what to do with it or how to keep it you're a freak with a dark shameful secret
0: but you're not the only one get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun now your healing has begun it's bad with money with gabe s done hello and welcome to bad with money a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you i'm gabe s done your host this is typically a mailbag episode Uh, But I'm going to talk a little bit. The reason is because this show is also about feelings. If it sounds like I'm reading, it's because I wrote some stuff down. (laughs) So bear with me because I have an update for you guys based on a story you've been following of mine for, I don't know, the last year lightly. Okay, so I wanted to announce that I did just sign the paperwork to sell the share of my home that I owned with my ex. So that paperwork is mail. It's in the mail. I signed it. You also may have noticed that some episodes are going to be removed slash have maybe already been removed. I signed an NDA regarding the details of the agreement. So I can't really get into the specifics on that agreement at all. As many of you have been following the show. And if you hear those episodes before they're deleted, then you know what happened. If not, the, yep, the NDA has been signed. A non Disparagement Agreement. I've shared about my experience, partly as a way to work through it, but mostly because as you guys have heard, I've been really shocked by the way the real estate and legal system works. And I wanted to cover all of these topics on the podcast. And a lot of those episodes are still up. My interviews with relevant people Because I wanted all of you guys to understand what can happen when you get financially entangled with someone, anyone. I have had friends say they wanted to buy homes with friends. I have had friends obviously buy homes with partners. I have had friends make joint accounts with partners, any and you know, people say, Oh, I want to buy a house with all my friends, wouldn't that be so fun? But I wanted you guys to understand the reality of what's going on. There are a lot of details I haven't included when I've talked about this experience because their personal didn't really relate to the general themes of the show. But, you know, recently my ex did share some details from their perspective. So I wanted to offer a little bit of my perspective here. After we broke up, I was preparing for top surgery, as you guys know, which I got on December 6th, 2022. Wow, that was so long ago. <laughs> a, l- a little over a year ago. They asked if there was anything they could do to support me, which was really lovely and nice. I said, let's start the process of of dealing with this house that we bought together So they said yes. And then I put it out of my mind. And then a couple months later, it didn't really appear that any progress was being made. So I went and found a lawyer, obviously, because you need a lawyer for this type of thing. My lawyer, who was like a referral from a friend of a friend, because I live out of state from where the cabin is, started the process in a way that, you know, I thought was standard, which is reaching out to ask for an appraisal so you can determine the fair market value of the house and calculate the buyout price. Now, for those of you who are bad with money aficionados, that's the way it works when you're selling a house. You have to get an appraisal. Usually both parties get an appraisal or you work together on finding, you know, an appraiser to come and they look at all the details of the house. They look at what it's co- it costs. They they look at what factors have been you know, updated, such as new bathrooms and things like that. And they they look at the foundation of the house. Is it sturdy? What would need fixing? For example, for us, there was a septic tank that needed to be fixed uh, when we first were moving in. So various things. And then and then you work it out with the person like what the seller, you know, what you guys are going to cover. I had put in 65 percent of the down payment, renovation costs, mortgage. So, yeah, I was really surprised when their lawyer said that they would not do an appraisal because the property had not appreciated which is interesting because the house had been appraised above the sale price immediately after we bought it. So it was already worth more than the Zillow price. We had added, you know, we had had the new septic tank, we added to the foundation, we added to the driveway, we added to the bathroom. So when their lawyer was saying that I deserve nothing, I was really surprised. And so when my lawyer said, you know, why, why is he saying that? I responded that their lawyer had been our shared lawyer during the purchase of the home and that he was their family friend. So that may have explained the approach. And she let me know that, oh, in that case, it's, it's a conflict of interest for him to represent my ex now when he had represented both of us during the sale. So she brought up a conflict of interest. This this is a very obvious legal confl- conflict of interest. He could be disbarred for that. He recused himself. You can't use a lawyer that you once used as a couple to to do something for each of you individually. That's that's just the law. So the negotiations continued for months on an email chain that included my ex, their dad, their new lawyer. I really don't know what my ex knew. I don't know if they looked at the emails that their dad and their lawyer sent. I don't know if they knew what it meant. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't, I, I can't attribute to them anything that was said in those emails. So I was continuing to put money into the joint account. We had been using the pay the mortgage and making almost obviously nothing you guys know due to the writers and actors strikes. I made no, like no money this year. I went on EBT. I had put most of my money into the house. So yeah, I've, I've been super struggling. I took out a loan from the WGA Again, like I'm on food stamps, I can show you guys all of this. And anybody that has been listening to this show for forever knows what my family situation is. So I was paying my rent and the mortgage and this lawyer and my living expenses. And I blew through my savings. There was talk about me maybe going home to my parents in Florida, which is they didn't want me to because it's very dangerous there for trans people. Now they're actually planning on on selling their house and moving into rental some someplace in that's a little bit safer for trans people, which is really lovely of them. But anyway, they have their own stuff going on monetarily and they're trying to save money too. And then I, you know, wanted to end these negotiations as soon as possible. I I have sent many emails to that effect. I had always felt that a home brought a sense of security. And especially during the writer's strike, it would have been amazing to be able to go live in the home that I owned and be able to save money on rent. But I didn't get that opportunity. So I, I had viewed it as like a safety thing. And also like if, if worst comes to worst and I wasn't, ever, I wasn't able to work for years and years, I could live at the house, I could sell the house, I could rent out the house, something where I was safe. But I lost access to the house almost immediately, even though I did own the house. And so I just, you know, as of right now, I feel extremely naive to say that, you know, because I know that the price is based on whatever the two parties agree on and, and how long they can afford to stay in negotiations. Now, after this, have to move on from this experience, and I truly wish it had been resolved sooner. I have many emails to that effect. I didn't have the money for a legal fight then. I certainly don't have it now. Yeah, so that's the last I'll say about this. I am happy to move on from this experience, but from what I learned, I will completely be dedicated to covering topics related to real estate and money and relationships. There's so much I wish I knew before I entered into a financial agreement with someone, especially without fair paperwork ahead of time. I really appreciate everyone's support. And and this is, you know, I feel that I owed you guys this 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 conclusion to the story. I hope that listening to this podcast helps even a few people take steps to protect themselves before experiencing what I, and from all of your heartbreaking emails, many of you have experienced. I wish I could tell you guys more, but I can't. I hope that cleared some stuff up. Let's take a little break. And when we come back, I'll read some of your messages. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a new candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. It would be so much easier if I was looking for someone to help me with sweetening audio or let's say someone to run my merch shop or all the little things that go into running a podcast. Usually something like that would be so slow and overwhelming. And honestly, I wish I had used Indeed and I will use Indeed in the future. Indeed.com slash bad with money terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Managing my finances is incredibly stressful and time consuming. I'm sure you guys know. You've been with me on this journey. You know how many finance apps I've tried. You know how much they haven't worked for me. And I'm always on the hunt for a finance app that fits my life. And then I tried Monarch. It is so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization constant product improvements, I really value an app that allows me to do all of this without confusion. And especially important to me is intuitive design and the ability to personalize because clearly finance is not one size fits all. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Together, you can see all your finances, collaborate on your budget, and get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Have you been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, rarely updated? So was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful and ad-free and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Experience a personal finance app that prioritizes the user experience above all else. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. Plus, there's ad-free privacy you can trust. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com badmoney. That's monarchmone dot com slash badmoney for your extended 30-day free trial. Quick math. Everything is more expensive these days when you're running a business, and you would be wise to find proven ways to cut costs and boost performance at the same time. The fact that you are able to reduce your IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud is incredible, and the ability to access your cloud financial system from anywhere saves you so much time and stress. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash badwithmoney, netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. NetSuite.com slash badwithmoney. Okay, we are back and we have an email from James that says, Hi Gabe, just heard the Bad With Money episode where you read my email. I don't personally know anyone who works at a queer-owned co-op we have in my city, but I'll link to their website. Hope you're doing well and thanks for reading my email. And then they linked to GlitterBeanCafe.com, which is an incredible name. So if you're looking for a queer-owned co-op, head on over to GlitterBeanCafe. What a fantastic name. And thank you for the recommendation. James's initial email was talking about if I wanted to do an episode about queer owned co-ops, which we had done an episode with Alexandra Ketchum on feminist restaurants and feminist businesses. And so, yeah, I think a great idea would be to do something about queer owned co-op businesses. So Thank you for that recommendation, James. Maybe I'll reach out to Glitter Bean. Okay, so this is a message that I got on Instagram. There's a couple of really nice messages from you guys. So I'm going to read them to boost my mood. And also and also because it's a DM, I'm not going to say their names. So I'm not going to say their names. So this this is a really lovely message. Hey, Gabe, I'm a new listener. I'm going backwards and I'm in the July episodes of this year. And I just wanted to say thanks for all the great content, great vibes and being yourself. I usually get out of listening to podcasts because I feel like they're either too long or too short for what I'm doing. But yours has been my go-to for the past couple of weeks because the regular episodes are good for me cleaning a certain space or doing something kind of long. But when I still want something in the background for 20 minutes, your mailbag apps are still fun to listen to in perfect size. I thank you for this review. I really love to. This is the type of of co- like you said, I have great content, but I also just really love the the specifics of and it's the right length. Thanks for filling my past week. That has been especially annoying because I caught COVID for the first time. Really glad to hear that even though you're still going through a rough spot, you have support from loved ones and the knowledge you gained from all the years prior. Wishing you more happiness and success. Thanks for everything you share with us. I love you so much. Oh, and then a bunch of heart emojis. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm helping you clean your space. And this is another message from Instagram, from an Instagram account called Wayward Food Ships, which I, I'm gonna name because I think it's a business. Hello, Gabe. I wanted to thank you for putting this podcast out. I've been a fan since 2009 or something like that, lurking in the Internet shadows and have enjoyed following all the great content you produce. As a working artist, Bad With Money has been an amazing resource to help me detangle all the scary finance words. And your transparency has been very encouraging. Thank you again for all the work you do. Thank you so much, you guys. If you want to leave something like that, leave it as a, a review on Apple or on Spotify. That would be extremely helpful, actually, for me. So, as you know, our producer, Melissa, has been pulling stories from the Internet that she wants me to cover. And I look at what ones I find interesting. I, as you know, maybe you don't. I don't know. I fucking hate Clarence Thomas. I hate him so much. There is an article that Melissa sent from, for now, yesterday, December 18th, where Clarence Thomas is facing new financial scrutiny recusal calls as Supreme Court considers Trump election case. Okay, so... They're going through his financial history, which is incredible, absolutely incredible from the election interference case. I actually don't know how often Supreme Court justices have to recuse themselves. I feel like probably not often enough, to be honest. I guess his wife, Ginny Thomas, was a Trump supporter who reported to challenge the 2020 election results. Oh, boy. It looks like Ginny Thomas was trying to get people to raise the salaries of the Supreme Court justices. And that is extremely funny. I guess she's been trying to do it for the last like twenty two years. As if is what's going on? Like, is 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 Clarence Thomas not making enough? Were they not making enough salary? Supreme Court justices' salary in twenty twenty three is two two twenty wait two thousand eight hundred fifty four hundred dollars. But the late, the figure is a lower salary from two thousand when adjusted for inflation. That still feels like a lot. Like how much? How much was one? Okay, how much was this in in now money? Okay, 2000 in and 2000, in 2020 is what in 2023? I don't even know how you search that. It would be inflation calculator. Oh, Bureau of Labor Statistics has an inflation calculator. I love that. Okay, has the same buying power as, oh, I could play with this all day. Oh, I love this. Oh my God. Okay, so according to bls.gov, Their salary should be if adjusted for if if adjusted for inflation should be three hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. Oh, this is going to hurt my feelings because I'm going to start looking up like what people's homes cost at certain times, what people's home costs now. That's going to be what what my salary would have been. Oh, that's going to be a real bummer. But anyway, go play with that. That was really interesting, actually. So anyway, Ginny Thomas, it turns out, was, quote, intimately involved in Mr. Trump's alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election and to obstruct its certification. They cited reporting that Ginny Thomas sent texts urging Trump's then chief of staff to work to overturn Biden's victory. Okay, why do people? Here's my question. Why are these people sending things in text messages? So many like I just watched. We're going to talk about this. But I just watched the movie Dumb Money and they're going to look through your texts. They're going to go through your texts. I don't know why people think that that they're not going to look at your text messages when you're in court. They're absolutely going to look in your it's just, you know, there's this interesting lawyer named Reb Maisel, who I follow on TikTok and Instagram, who's amazing. And she's like, they will read your texts in court. If it's important, do a phone call. They will read your texts in court. They will make you read your texts in court. Don't text things unless you do, unless you absolutely need it to be on the record. And also if you're doing a phone call and the other person doesn't want to be on the record, but you do have someone else in the room, get a witness to sit in the room with you and listen to the phone call. If, because I think some States you don't, you're not allowed to record, but I'm just saying, think about if you want something on the record or don't want it on the record Hey guys, Gabe Dunn here. I just wanted to let you guys know that I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Gabe S. And on that Patreon, I'm going to start doing live hangs with everyone who is a patron. So if you want to join the Patreon, you can get all these episodes ad free, videos of our mailbag episodes, extra writing from me, blogs, fiction, other stuff, things that I'm thinking about with regards to money and personal stories. And also now live hangs with me on Zoom once a month. So join the Patreon. And if you're not a member of the Discord, hop on over to the Discord. That's free. The link will be in the description. It's so fun. So many of you guys talk over there. It's like truly popping off. Um, And if you're on the Discord, I would love to see you in the live hang. So I get to put a face to a name. So yeah, please join patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn and come hang out with me. Shout out to Clarendon for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. You guys know that I have had allergies for forever. I've had seasonal allergies since I was a kid. It causes pressure in my face, under my eyes. They're my ultimate handbrake. When my nose is plugged up, I feel like I can't do anything. I can't enjoy food because I can't taste it. I can't work out because I feel tired and distracted. I can't even host this show because my voice sounds like a duck. And listen... I am already dealing with vocal strain from testosterone and my voice dropping. I don't need any more problems with allergies. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for allergies like probably for the last 10 years or something. And it's been an absolute life changer. I can go outside without my eyes watering like a fountain. I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped in my throat. I get really embarrassed when I'm sneezing all the time. I have like an itchy nose or throat. Like, like just the, the itchiness in the back of your sinuses is like so distracting and so annoying. And I get like pressure in my ears too. It's really painful. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies. It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and Powerful Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. I love to track progress. As you guys know from listening to this show, I'm constantly tracking my progress. What have we done so far in 2024? And spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A., members FDIC. Spot Me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. Okay, let's do one more election-related thing, which is CNBC, Rudy Giuliani sued again by Georgia election workers seeking to bar more defamation. Oh, my God. Rudy Giuliani was sued again by two former Georgia election workers who last week won a nearly $150 defamation verdict against him for false statements the lawyer made about them while representing Donald Trump after the 2020 election. Oh, my God. It's just a random couple, Ruby Freeman and Wandria Moss. They're just like, what happened? They're just, re- oh my God. Says that they engage in election fraud, illegal activity and other misconduct. My mom like is an election worker. She's just a random woman in Florida. What what could they possibly have done? There this, There's like some sort of thing where people don't understand the balance of power. Like the idea that like, all of these random people have somehow made any sort of dent in any of this when you are a billionaire millionaire and you don't want to have to take any responsibility for like you they just don't think the law applies to them the law applies to everyone else and it doesn't apply to anyone in politics and anyone who's rich enough and normally that is true but he, I guess, by name said that they claim he claimed they committed ballot fraud and they received death threats and suffered emotional harm. Yeah, no duh. Like you can't just go on and say these things, especially about an average person. Again, they don't have the access to protection. You you know that the people that follow you and that are Trump fans or a fan of Giuliani, which I don't even know who that would be, like you know that they're just going to go after these people. So, oh my god. So, like, there's an imbalance of power that they're just not seeing. Oh, my God. When asked whether he regretted his actions, defendant Giuliani stated, of course, I don't regret it. I told the truth. They were engaged in changing votes. Don't double down. Don't double down. A reporter pointed out there was no proof of that. And Giuliani stated, you're damn right there is. Stay tuned. Oh, no. Oh, no. Maybe, you know, I don't know if, you know, what's interesting about lawsuits is that anyone can sue. And also you can get awarded money and the person does not have to pay pay you that. So I hope he pays them. But I have learned recently that in lawsuits, you can be like, they were awarded $3 million. And then the person was like, we don't have it. And so it's mostly like a victory by name rather than, or by principle, rather than victory by money. allege you know, more in more cases than you would think. Anyway. Okay. I hope that was a slight reprieve from the beginning of this episode. Thank you so much. Thank you for taking in my my quote unquote finale. And now I'll keep you updated on financial stuff that's that's more relevant to my life uh, away from this person. And I hope that the things I create in the future will help people rethink their situations and protect themselves. I've already heard from a lot of people about changes in behavior because of the episodes. So I really appreciate it. And these have been some tough conversations, but I love you guys. You can write in at GabeIsBadWithMoney at gmail.com, like I I have said, and patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn has ad-free episodes, plus like other writings of mine. I'll maybe post the beginning of this episode written out there as well. So if you want to read it, you can. Okay. I love you guys. Have a great holiday. Bye. Bad With Money with Gabe Shane Dunn is a production of Noted Bisexual, produced by Melissa D. Montz and Diamond M. Print Productions, edited by Diane King, post-production sound by Coco Lorenz, and music by Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherwin, and Jack Dolgen as sung by Sam Barbera. Thank you, love you, bye!